0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day.
1: This is Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas, Hello, sir. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Happy Friday.
2: What are you doing? Move that mic a little bit more. You know what? What are you doing? Do you need some symbols
1: to go along with it?
2: Oh, my gosh. I'm just putting the little rubber thing on. I like to think we have better audio quality than the
1: other uh, podcasts in town, but I guess not today. Good Lord. Ben Taylor of Wings94.3 joining us as well. And if Ben is joining us, you know what that means. You know it's time for another list episode. And guys, I tried to be creative here. I, I was literally thinking for weeks, maybe even months, where I was like, what can we do for July 4th? from a, like a list standpoint. And uh, the best I came up with is like what Auburn players gained their independence from another big time school. And that's all I could come up with. So, that translates into the top 10 uh
2: transfers in Auburn sports. Are you still history. making your list? Well, I'm 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 still, confused. <laughs> He's still prepared on this. No, no, no. Well, yes, you are correct. But <laughs> I'm still confused about what the list is. Originally, when we talked about it, you said no one who went to a Juco. And then earlier this morning, you said you have guys that went to Juco's. So, is it they have to have started at a big program and then they could have gone to a Juco? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but they have to have started at a big program. They cannot have started at a Juco. Right. Got it. Cool. All right. So, I got a few honorable mentions. Do you have any honorable mentions? No, he doesn't even have his
1: top 10 done yet.
2: Okay. Um, I don't have honorable mentions. I'm going to be honest. I had a lot of trouble like thinking of people to put on this list. All right. Well, I, I got some honorable mentions. All
1: right. Uh, Jack Driscoll spent the last two years at Auburn, starting on the offensive line, got drafted. I think that's exciting. Uh, obviously, he transferred. He gained his independence from UMass. I'd rather be at Auburn than UMass. Um, Austin Golston. Uh, ben, this is actually you, a guy that you mm-hmm. brought up, but uh, played mm-hmm. on the offensive line for a little bit, transferred from Ole Miss. J.J. Wilson. Uh, we saw him recently at, uh, from Arizona State.
3: In my defense, okay, on Austin, I knew he transferred in. I didn't know where he came from, so I didn't know it was Ole Miss.
1: I, I <laughs> until, you, until
3: you told me that, I was like, oh, that's right.
1: Yeah, no, I, I had to look it up. I've, got, I've forgotten about him. Another guy, and he almost made my top 10, was Wilson Bell from Florida State. There was a lot of excitement about Wilson Bell when he was coming in. He got hurt early on once he did uh, you know, come over to uh, to Auburn from FSU, but... A lot of the, there was a lot of hype around him, and then uh, my last honorable mention is basketball. Jamal Johnson from Memphis came off the bench last year; was very exciting, and uh, yeah. So he uh, th- that is my honorable mention list. Michael, do you have any?
2: Uh, no. I mean, the guys currently on the team: Grant Loyan, Brandon Council, that we don't really know anything about. Uh, Zach Ferrar, if you want to throw him in there, he coming from Youngstown State. I don't know if that counts as a big school or not. I think it does. Um, and, and JJ Wilson. I mean, it's not JUCO. That's
3: what we were talking about.
2: So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think yeah.
1: All those make the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben, whose honorable mentions did you like more?
2: Oh,
3: definitely yours. One preparedness is ranks up there. As did you? One. Uh,
1: was Was there a name on the honorable mention that kind of stuck out to you the most?
3: Yeah, when you went the basketball
1: route, that was and that was impressive. How many basketball players do you have on your in your top
2: ten, Michael? Zero. <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't. I'm I'm really bad at remembering where guys came from. Zach, we talked a little bit about that when you told me you had your list done this morning. I asked you like what well, you had to Google, and you were like, oh, I just did it out of my head, and I was like, wow. Well, he is... and I were talking this morning. It, a yeah, little we, we and brainstormed a little.
3: We, we brainstormed, but I even tried to get him. I said, hey, instead of doing the independents where they came here, I said we could even do some of the. Uh, ones that went went elsewhere that honorable mentions that maybe people might forget because they may have been in a sport that maybe people didn't follow at the time mm-hmm. or that was maybe not as good at the time or pre this was prior to let's just say sec network coverage where you could get everything all the time so yeah. uh really like baseball players because i told zach i said there were a ton of baseball players especially in in the 90s and early 2000s i mean uh, even back when I was in school, that would they would come here, and when they weren't getting the playing time that they wanted, they would go somewhere else, and they ended up being a decent name and even playing against and beating Auburn a few mm-hmm. times. But that was when you didn't have an opportunity to to watch it as much as you do now. Yeah,
1: no, I get it. A lot of these are re- more recent. Um, mm-hmm. Some of that, I think, is college athletics has changed a little bit. Guys transfer more than they used to. Two is uh, I had a hard time finding guys from the 90s or 80s that, that transferred. So um be mean. Please tweet at us. Tell us how uh, dumb we are. We love that. And I'm not being sarcastic. 205-502-4285. A text or a call will work fine. Do you have your top 10? You good? Uh, I've got a top seven.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. You can look All right. at me. Okay. I, well, I'll go I'll go first then. Okay. Well, apparently Zach wins
3: on numbers 10, 9, and 8. We'll see. Maybe, I mean, maybe
2: mine are really bad. I don't it, know. Maybe uh, you have one. You know yeah. what? <laughs> I'm... I'm choosing to be honest here. I could have just waited for him to give his number 10 and then just said the same name for 10, 9, and 8. All right, my
1: number 10 is Blake Countess. The transfer from Michigan played defensive back a few years ago at Auburn. Ended up getting drafted by the Eagles. Very Mm -hmm. versatile player, corner, safety. uh, Big special teams guy for the Eagles early on in his career. I don't think he's floating around anymore, but there was a lot of excitement when he was transferring in, and I think he made an instant impact on that Auburn defense. That's really when Auburn... He started, was on the
2: Rams for a while, also.
1: Okay, was he? Yeah. So he he started. He was kind of the early part of changing the defensive culture, and I think uh, I think it was cool that that he chose Auburn, coming all the way from Michigan. So he is my number ten.
2: Uh, he is also on my list near the bottom. So I so, mean, so if he, I so had, so he made the
1: list. So he's number he's number ten. On, yeah. So what would you have done in this situation? You already had if you were going to uh, copy. Yeah, I my don't list. know.
2: I I, yeah. I would have. I got so it's, nothing. It's I don't good, know
1: uh all right so uh ben who's who's number 10 do you like more
2: I, i'm gonna have to
3: go with you since his is non-existent nope, nobody doesn't else. Exist. Not
1: exist yeah all right um do you want to do your number seven and then i do my nine? no that's no, weird right No, okay, no couldn't. Work. my number nine is john franklin the third little um little bending of the rules here as far as went to fsu got kicked out then we saw him in the last chance you documentary and uh eventually chose auburn then he like chose like 10 other schools it seems like but he uh I put him in my top ten specifically for excitement and hype. And when you were covering John Franklin the Third, people could not get enough of you talking about. it. If you had an article that you wrote that had John Franklin the mm-hmm. Third in the title, if you put up a podcast or a, a you know a documented radio show that had John Franklin the Third in the title, people flocked to it. You could not talk about him enough. And it was when I was kind of uh, you know getting my hitting my stride in the industry, and he helped me out a ton because people <laughs> loved John Franklin the Third.
2: Yeah, he's also on my list. <laughs> uh, he's on your list too. Yeah, so maybe oh, it's so yeah, you maybe were. it's just if I would have like known where basketball players transferred from, yeah, then uh, I would have had a list. But maybe so, maybe so. All right, who's number
1: nine? Do you like more, Ben?
3: I like yours more, and this is where Michael missed the opportunity to probably win this one because I think I I I told you, you know, when you started, I, I said this is going to depend on where you rank them, and I honestly thought because of the hype. Don Franklin III should have been a little higher. That was
1: my opinion. Really? Yeah. I, I thought you were about to say he shouldn't be in, even in the top ten. No, no, no. I that went a different I way than I sh- expected.
3: Yeah, I thought he should have been a little bit higher. So my, you would have been able to take that one, but it's
1: still two to nothing.
2: Hmm. Hey, hmm. Uh,
1: Ben, you know who we love here on, uh, on Locked On Auburn? Who's that? Our friends at Frisky Whiskey.
2: Oh, I love Frisky whiskey. you've frisky been by Frisky
1: whiskey, whiskey. I've been by Frisky whiskey. You've you've known about it before we did. Yeah,
3: I've known about it for quite a few years now.
1: Can you tell the difference in price when you go there just by crossing over the state line? Oh Georgia? yeah, I mean on yeah.
3: on some of the some of the bottles that you get. I mean you you're talking about anywhere from ten to fifteen dollars difference as to what you would get uh, here at uh, you know at such a, like an ABC, an ABC store, store, especially yeah. if. If you're buying secondhand, because due to the law, a lot of people are having to buy their stuff here locally from ABC stores, then they have to mark it up. Risky Whiskey, they don't have that problem. No, they don't have that at all. So, so you
1: already are saving money just by going up there. Yeah, so it's only like 20, 30 minutes away from uh, the Auburn or Opelika area. Highly encourage you to do that. Or the, the a big chunk of our listenership from Atlanta, when you're coming into Auburn, whether it's for game days this fall or just coming to visit... Stop by Frisky Whiskey to or from, uh, you, you know, your trip uh, from Atlanta to, uh, to Auburn or vice versa. So uh, they would love to, uh, to take care of you. So, yeah, just type in Frisky Whiskey in your phone's uh, GPS there.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All
1: right, Michael, we are on number eight. You don't have a number eight. My number eight is uh, your favorite person on the planet, Chris Todd. Mm. How did I blow
2: that one?
1: (laughs) I mentioned Chris Todd on my list to Ben, and and Ben's like, oh, Michael may have him number one.
3: Yeah, Michael may have him number one, and you don't even have him on the list. You just admitted. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I mean, should he just go ahead and take the L right now, and you guys just run through the list? I mean, unbelievable. He didn't even have his favorite guy on there.
1: What are you feeling right now? Disappointment. So, uh, lost out to Graham Harrell, the quarterback battle at Texas Tech. Then, yeah, he... uh, transferred and eventually ended up at Auburn um he went to Hutchinson Community College I believe mm -hmm. uh, in between there but yeah so uh yeah Chris Todd is my uh my number eight transfer
2: well you know about Chris Todd you can you can elaborate
1: yeah would you like to
3: chime in you can make him your number eight
2: if you want guy played through injuries here at Auburn he told me one time that uh, I want to say in 2009 he could only throw the ball like Thirty-five or forty yards down the field because his shoulder was so messed up. Um, he just, uh, yeah, I like. I'm, I'm you really. Were, upset. You, were, you were shook I'm right now. I'm very
3: angry. He didn't finish his top ten,
1: and then he didn't put one of his and favorite then Auburn he players up. Didn't ever. even put one of his favorites as an honorable mention. Really nice guy, though. We've been very rushed this morning. We're actually recording this uh, earlier in the week, and we've already done like two podcasts today.
2: So it's not. He he has an excuse there. It's also billing day. I've been busy this morning. I understand.
1: All right. Well,
2: uh, again,
3: all of those are issues outside of. I know
1: they're excuses. what we're doing
2: here. Yeah, they're they're go. excuses.
1: All right, um, let's jump into number seven. You have a number seven. Who's yeah, your number seven? I've
2: got John Franklin the third, and I actually thought that this was like a pretty clever one that, like, maybe Zach wouldn't have think thought of. Um, like you said, the hype surrounding him, um, the. Everything on Twitter that was like, "Why are we not playing John Franklin the third and and the whole three quarterback thing with Sean White and and Jeremy Johnson and I loved it every time Auburn punted that year.
1: Auburn Twitter and message boards were like, "Well, if John Franklin the Third would have been in, we would have scored." Mm-hmm. Why are we punting when we have John Franklin the Third? Or like, it was the craziest
2: thing I've ever seen. He threw like a meaningless touchdown pass in one game, and people were like, "Oh, buddy, you can't throw." And I was like, um, "Yeah." <laughs> Uh, and then I uh, ran for a long touchdown in, in one meaningless game, and you now everyone's like, well, this is what you get if you'd actually put John Franklin on the field. I was like, yeah, I mean, they're also playing Alabama A&M or whatever, so <laughs> let's take that with a grain of salt.
3: I will say that is what's helped him, though, as Zach and I were talking about, with him still being on a roster and still in the NFL. Like, you just you can't coach speed. Yeah. And you can't teach it. So uh, that, that's what has kept him out there because – he, has it. he didn't do anything as far as defensive back is being concerned when he was in college. He didn't really do anything as a quarterback, but yet he's still on a roster. He's still playing in the NFL. Even, even if it's for practice, even on a practice squad, he's still in the league.
1: That's oh, yeah. crazy. All right, we get to my number seven in just a moment. The first basketball player mentioned outside of honorable mentions right here on Locked On Auburn. All right, gentlemen, my number seven, from Virginia to Auburn, K.T. Harrell. I think he was a big part of uh, Bruce Pearl kind of getting his footing here at Auburn, starting to get his guys in in the program. And I think he was kind of the first wave of changing the culture of Auburn basketball. K.T. Harrell, one of the more electric players in recent basketball memory. And, I mean, uh, this is even kind of before Auburn was really quote-unquote good, you know, the top Mm -hmm. half of the SEC even. Um, And I I think K.T. Harrell was electric. I think it was kind of a... I think people would have appreciated KT more at the time if they had any idea what was coming because he was kind of a glimpse of it. And now Auburn has several of those kind of caliber players. But um, also, when you look at you know him being from Virginia, then what Auburn did in the Final Four against Virginia, and you know, so all that kind of goes with it. Bad memories and good, I guess. But yeah, I think KT Hurrell is the seventh best transfer
2: in Auburn uh, Auburn sports history. Um, I didn't know that he was a transfer. Okay, so that's on me. Well, apparently, you didn't know anybody that played basketball was a transfer. No, I knew certain guys oh, were grunts. transferred, but I, I knew certain guys were transfers, obviously. I know Jamal Johnson came from Memphis. Um, but I was talking to Zach the other day. Is it Samir? Da- Samir Dowdy is a transfer, but I don't know where he's from. He's on my list. We'll get there. Okay. Yeah. Um. I Yeah, just so it's like a bunch of... It was stuff like that a lot of times, or I just wasn't positive and I didn't want to look stupid. So then... That just now I just, now you just, I just look it. stupid for a whole nother reason. So
1: <laughs> All right, Ben, which number seven do you like? Do you like uh, Michael's John Franklin the 37 at seven? I had him at nine. You said it wasn't high enough. It
3: was not high enough. But then again, now you've thrown in, he's going against KT Harrell. Do you and think now KT Harrell that K, is... and now that Harrell is is one of the he's one of the reasons besides Bruce that Auburn is where it is basketball wise. He's a. it was a big deal for him. So you can't yeah. Pick I can't pick against KT Harrell. Probably would have won that like regardless of who he picked right there. So you
1: you like KT Harrell? He's seven? by
3: far one of my one of my favorites one of my favorite Auburn players. Should ever. he should he have been higher? I mean he probably could have been higher, but then again, I you know when I've thought of the names that have come through, I mean I, I think no I think he's a he's a top ten guy. Yeah. Um because there was no hype there. You know, as opposed because when I told you about Franklin, I think that was I wanted him higher just because of all the hype that came in. Yeah, uh, being on television, even though and he's still in the league, mm-hmm. I mean it, that's that's one reason I wanted Franklin a little bit higher. But um, when it comes to KT Harrell, I mean he's just one of those guys that he he helped rejuvenate uh, the Auburn men's basketball program, and not only that, he's he's loved it. He's taken. It. He's become part of the Auburn family. He's he's back. Um, he just he. He is the epitome of what you want in an Auburn person as far as an athlete is concerned. And people forget that he wasn't even here four years. Yeah. I mean, he just me. came in and he bought in. Yeah. yeah.
2: People being mean.
3: People like Michael <laughs> Pappas forget <laughs> that he wasn't even here four years or any years for all that matter. <laughs> Did he play? He was.
2: <laughs> uh, so my first year at Auburn was his big year in 2014, I think. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I guess like. I mean, I can honestly say that before that, I mean, Auburn basketball was so bad it was just like not. I didn't pay attention. I, I just didn't know. Yeah.
1: Um. All right. Cool.
2: I've got first on almost all of these. So how about you do six? This is our last one. Uh, number six. I've got Blake Countess. Like you said, Zach. I think that he was just such an underrated part of, of that defense. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Whether it was forcing turnovers or what, and I know, you know, I was excited they get the transfer from Michigan. You're like, oh, okay, they're getting a grad transfer corner from a big school like Michigan one that plays very good defense I expected him to be a starting corner for Auburn and he wasn't now it's was kind of like really like this is like this is who we got from Michigan and then you know playing that slot corner nickelback, um the, the star position, star yeah. position mm-hmm. um, I, he was incredible and he I know he was on the Rams for a couple years I didn't know he got drafted by the Eagles but, I, I'm
1: pretty sure he got drafted by the Eagles uh,
2: he I just think I think he played really, really well for Auburn in, in his one season on the Plains and um so that's why I've got him number six. I mean, even if I had a, a seven, eight, nine, ten or an eight, nine, ten, I would probably still have him up um where I've got him, definitely above John Franklin the third, just because I think he made a bigger impact on the field and in his, you know, post Auburn football career. Yeah, he got drafted in the sixth
1: round of the twenty sixteen NFL draft by the Eagles. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. My number six is Corey Grant. I think this one kind of speaks for himself. Uh, a local guy went in, uh, went to Alabama. Nick Saban wanted him to play safety, and he's like, no thanks. I'm good. And uh, he went back to his, his natural position of uh, running back, and the rest is history. One of the, the fastest runners in the history of Auburn football. Maybe I think you could argue that he is the fastest outside of maybe Schwartz. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was uh, an electric player and kind of haven't really been able to replace that speed sweep role that he kind of Mm -hmm. carved out for himself. I mean, he was elite when it came to that and also was very good in between the tackles. And as we go back and and rewatch some of those games, we did a few throwback Thursday episodes where we were kind of watching him. They used him in between the tackles too. And for him to be a smaller guy, he was tough and he was strong for his size. And I think Corey Grant at six kind of speaks for itself. Is he on your list? Uh nope. Forgot he transferred. <laughs> like, this is... he, uh, he made it he made the face when I said Corey Green's like. Oh I no. know he had mm-hmm.
2: that he had mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. It's,
3: it wasn't the face that got me, it was the nod when he started and I was like, he must not have him on the list. Uh yeah, I will have to go with Corey here. And and that was one of the big one, it was a big shocker when uh Corey signed with Alabama. I mean, I know that Saban recruited him, but he recruited him as a running back and then when they didn't want him playing running back and they wanted him to move elsewhere. Um, that was a big issue. And, I mean, when you have a Twitter handle like Taillights, uh, they should probably put you, <laughs> give you the football because if you've got the – Well, I, I don't think got, it
1: was that until Rod did the call. I yeah. think he changed it after that. You,
3: yeah, I think he did. I think he changed it after that. So, um, it was – it's he's just – he's always been fun to watch. And then when he got to the league, that's when people really realized how fast he was when yeah. he was able to get out into some open space. And then that's when people were going, oh, wait a second. Like, he really is fast. I mean, we, we knew he was fast as Auburn fans. Yeah. but once you hit that national stage and people get to see you on Sunday, it's a little bit different.
1: So, Rod calling him taillights, um, that was a big talking point that following Monday around the office. And I asked him about that. I was uh-huh. like, did you uh, did you kind of have that ready to go? And he's like, no, it just came to me. And I'm like, that's genius. And apparently, Corey liked it. It's his Twitter handle now. Yep. So, I think that's pretty cool. All right, so that does it. I'm up six to nothing right now. Can I sweep?
2: I mean, probably. Can we sweep here? I don't I'd know. I'd imagine our top three are the same just in a different order maybe it'll come down to i don't know we'll Mm. see
1: we'll see ben where can people uh find you and hear you friend wings 94.3 on there in the
3: mornings and uh you can find me there as well as uh on twitter give the give the personal account how about that the au7 a u s e the number seven e n at um at at au7 that is on twitter
2: pappas Follow me
1: on Twitter at CouchPapTato. I'm on Twitter at ZBlackerby. The show's on Twitter at Locked On Auburn. We'll be back on Monday right here on Locked On Auburn.
0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this
0: Locked On Podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.